0: So, those who were born into a family like that learned the trade. But by reading the New Testament, Jesus not only understood about carpentry, he understood about farming also. And I would say the majority, if not all of you, know quite a bit about at least gardens. And I'm not going to have a show of hands, but I would say that the vast majority of you, at least a garden, you have, if not, you are uh, a farmer, you work in a field, you I married a farmer's daughter. She started driving a tractor when she was eight years old. She saw a silver Chevy pickup in the driveway. She didn't see, she forgot about the church building, the driveway. She almost drove in the didn't no, That's a little too much. But that's Randy's pickup. So I mentioned something to Randy, and he said she can drive it where she wants. So she did. She drove it, took some pictures, going to show her dad. They're Chevy people. And we have... The Lord gave us an line, and that's not Chevrolet. <laughs> but it's what God gave us, and my father-in-law forgives me. But he will like the pictures. And thank you, Randy. Farming the field. John, uh, let's open our Bibles to John chapter... For well known passage. <clears throat> I'm fine. Heavenly Father, we do pray that you will quiet our hearts, open our minds, Lord, that we might focus on your word, on your message, that we might leave here this evening with a lesson in our hearts, in our minds, that will help us as we live for you. Christ's name we pray. Amen. John chapter 4, verses 35 and 36. Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look unto the fields, for they are white already to harvest. All right, we got it. First point. See the souls. Part of our prayers, of our daily prayers... Should be, let me see the world through your eyes, not mine. It's hard, but not impossible. When I go out today, let me see the world as God's, as, as you see it. The lost souls, the hurting souls, the People that are walking, like one of the questions that was brought up, how, how is Brazil doing? And the answer is like the rest of the world, walking the other way. And if we pray hard enough and long enough and believe in what we are praying, don't do it as, oh, my daily prayers. You will start seeing. I will start seeing. The world, not through human eyes, but as God wants me to see them. The verse says, Lift up your eyes. Take a look around. Look at the mess. You can do something about it. But You have to look around first. You got to go. Oh my! What a mess this world is in. I can do something about it. I can't fix the whole thing, but through the power that God gives me, I can do something. When people get saved, as we mentioned, and they were all good questions, okay? And don't hesitate with John Leonard. He'll answer it. So if you don't want an answer, don't ask it. I probably will answer almost every, Not everything, but almost everything. About the charismatic movement. We disciple right off. And we give them something to do right off. Why? Because our time here is short. Doctors are surprised I'm still alive. And I said, well, too many people praying for us. It's their fault. You said I was going to die before seven years was up. It's going to be 10 in July. So we train them how to go out, how to evangelize, how to see the world not through human eyes, but as God sees it. Gabby's is a young lady that goes to our church. You saw a picture of her this morning. She is Giovanni's. He has two daughters. This is her older daughter. She's been through law school. And, and, and if you don't mind, pray for her. She's going to take a uh, federal government test to be a judge in Brazil. Judges in Brazil, they, 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 the corrupt ones make lots and lots of money. The non-corrupt ones still do all right. And uh, she'd probably be a pretty good judge. I did a family conference on uh, going out for picnics, and that is, down in Brazil, it's not an everyday thing. You go to each other's houses and eat and visit family and all, but taking the family and going to a park. And around the the outskirts of the city of Sao Paulo, there are some nice national and state parks. Nothing like here in the States, but they are set up for picnics and stuff. And lo and behold, one Saturday they were out having a picnic and a bunch of little, little, dirty, stinky, ragged, starving Indian kids came up begging for food. Most of the people told them to leave. Gabi took what was left of her plate of food and walked over to the little Indian kids. And tried to hand them fork and spoon, but they didn't know what that was, so they just dove in with their hands and ate it. And then she came to the church with the story. Oh, pastor, you won't believe it. We have to go evangelize these people. They are beyond the edge. They are outcasts. No one likes them. They're forgotten. No one sees them. Said so God does. You did. There's a story, Pastor. We went there. We found out that maybe a little over there's 170 families in the village. Over half of them do not speak Portuguese. None of them speak English, so huh the, the first time we got went there. they basically did not want to let us in too far. <coughs> but slowly we are gaining their trust. We have started a work amongst the children. We have a promise of a building that is on the nation land. I'll have to sit down with the medicine lady, and yeah, she makes medicine out of roots and bark and seeds and Some of it, most of it works, some of it doesn't. But yeah, that that would keep them alive, I guess, when they're sick. And the the chief. And uh, chances are we'll get a go-ahead to use that. And that'll be when we get back. See the souls. Gabby has a lot to worry about in life. She works at the courthouse. She has many cases to go through as a public prosecutor. She went on a picnic. And she had the right mindset and the right eyesight And she saw the need. See the soul. Sample the soil. Sample the soil. Verses we read say, look at the fields. Gauge them. Test them. Right off, you'll usually see what'll work, what won't work, what'll grow, what won't grow. And we've experienced that over the years. We've been in church plants in vastly different places. And John Leonard doesn't like a boring life. And God makes sure that my life is not boring. And he gave us this challenge. And we're looking forward to it. Go ahead. We have gone back and we we weren't allowed to to evangelize any of the... uh, Young people or adults? We weren't allowed to evangelize on the nation property. We were only allowed to evangelize the children in the in the state park. Do you have the picture? Okay. There it's there's Gabby and the kids. They're having trouble. Beth's put up her head. That means patience to me. When I woke up from my coma, the doctor said, relax. Bev looked at the doctor. He doesn't know what that means. (laughs) And it's amazing that a girl who God has blessed with a good job, a good family, a good life when it comes to standards. God just touched, touched her heart and her life in such a way that, that she doesn't even see the downside. Ooh, this kid hasn't taken a bath in months. You know, or I want a picture with this kid. I wonder if he has lice, and yeah, they do. They itch their head. you wonder if they're just nervous or if they do uh, and uh, do they know about the Bible? Do they know about Adam and Eve? Do they know about Jesus? They are, they're Indians they're they're spirit worshipers they are nature worshipers they they say their prayers to to the stars and the moon and the Sun and you know I'll have to sit down and see how every tribe is different so that is basically what their religion is and uh, we we have brought something, totally new to them, a God that loves them. They go, really? No one loves me. And we tell them, we do. Jesus does. That's why we're here. See the soul. Sample the soil. Sow the seed. Sometimes this is the hardest part to live a life in such a way to open your mouth and speak in love word of god tells us even to sow with tears to reap with joy white Already to harvest and they don't mind sitting on the ground that's what they do all the time but we take blankets along and spread them out and take a guitar and play it and sing and teach them they're really good with music we have all kinds of instruments back there they play them all the time and they're good And slowly, this gentleman here, his Indian name in Guarani language is Weta. Translated to English is Lightning Bolt. Uh, he's not lightning, he's not a bolt. He's a real nice guy, 71 years old. And uh, people from the church had a bunch of clothes they wanted to give away. And I said, well, Bevan, I will go over there was a Jesus shirt, and he said, I want that one. And I said, put it on, I want to take a picture with you. Uh, and then I'll tell you about Jesus. So we're looking forward to getting back. Sow the seed. And when people get saved, sharpen the saints. You look around, you see the mess. You can't fix it all by yourself. Don't even try. But the few that by the grace of God are changed because you looked around. You saw the souls. You sampled the soil. You took the seed out and did something with it. People got saved. Now, what do I do? Teach them how to do it too. Two's better than one. Ten's better than two. A hundred is better yet. And that's the way it is. Because if you sharpen the saints, they will be like Gabi. Did she have other things to think about, to worry about? Yeah. But she had her mind and her eyes in the right place at the right time. 2 Timothy 2 2. Timothy was a young pastor. Throughout our ministry, we have asked men and young men and ladies and young ladies to, if God calls you into the ministry and to go to Bible school for a while, answer the call. We have had quite a few. We have had up near 20 who are in the ministry today. Of those that we have, that are direct uh, from our, uh, got saved through our, our church plants. That's what it's all about. Timothy. This letter was written by the Apostle Paul to Timothy. And Bev and I can't do it all. So, over the years, we have trained others to carry on because we're getting to the age where one of these days, who knows when, doctors already said I was supposed to be dead. I have crippled jokes. Bev asked me not to tell any. I I can tell them now because I'm crippled. (laughs) But I won't tell. If you come to me after service, I'll tell you one or two. But uh, I told Bev I wouldn't tell any from the pulpit. So, and I love my wife, so I won't tell any. Sharpen the saints. Second Timothy 2.2 And the things that thou hast heard of me, among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others. Also, and that goes for all of us. Look around. Praise the Lord. You have a church that there are young people, there are children, and you believe in teaching them. Because when they they grow up, they'll teach others. And when those others grow up, they'll teach others. And that's what it's all about. And the Bible teaches us to do that. Don't just lead them to Christ. Sharpen them so they can do it. And we can do it together. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the many truths that we can just sit down and simply study, learn, and shine. We pray that we will do just that through your power. Your strength, your grace. Christ, then we pray. Amen.